right what's good everybody i don't know why i was looking directly at the camera when i started this i mean if you're hearing this part it's only on podcast so i don't know why i did that but but what's good everybody it's your boy rexon max i'm sure y'all get tired of hearing that same intro in every single video i do but <laughs> it'd be like that sometimes i found my uh my signature but um yeah so we're here with another episode of input output thank you guys everybody that came back and supported the last episode oh, yeah. i mean i know it's been a minute so everybody who came back that lets me know you guys are the real fans that's been sitting back and been like look when the next one coming out we ain't playing no games with you next step is knocking on your front door you know because we fiending for this content i appreciate y'all you know the scary threats of you coming and you know doing whatever you're gonna do to me and my family help me motivate me to get back to doing input output so um but anyway enough about me how are you doing today uh mr mc amazing i'm doing pretty good you know as always yo it's your boy mc amazing back with the rex on max for yet another input output episode you know it's like like you said it was really cool to know so many people were like waiting for another input output episode you know and it, it, it had been a little while since we've done one you know but i mean we, we still it's like riding a bike you never forget you know we got right back into the groove of things and uh yeah i'm I was really, really glad to see how many, how much engagement we got, you know, from people who were like, you know, just like, oh man, it's so great to see input output. Like, I was talking to Big Siphon, he was real happy about it, you know, which was real cool, you know. He's a, one of our big, big fans. Uh, shout out to our boy Big Siphon, man. Um, yeah, I, I'm just really, I, I was very, very, uh, it was very heartwarming feeling, right, to like see that. I'm like, oh, okay, that's real, that's awesome, man. But, um, so because of that, we are back. Um, I told you guys <laughs> uh, without asking um, permission that we'd be back next week. So here we are, we're back next week. So uh, yep, <laughs> uh, I put uh, Rexon in a precarious situation. So he made good on, he had to um, pick up the check for me. So here we are again next week. <laughs> so uh, hats off to our boy Rexon Mac <laughs> for coming through this week with some uh, topics for us to actually talk about. Speaking of which, what are the topics, sir? Well, before we get into that, a shout out to Big Side because he definitely hit me up in the DMs and was like, look, here go a topic. You ain't got no excuse for this week. So <laughs> he didn't say that, but he definitely sent me a topic and he was like, hey, man, you know, uh, got to keep uh, my favorite podcast up to date on stuff. So, man, appreciate you, Big Side. Yeah. Um, and everybody who supports and reaches out to us, you know, a lot of y'all, you know, kind of play the background. We don't we don't know exactly who are behind the numbers but we know you're there and we appreciate you guys exactly. so but to go ahead and get into the topic since he's rushing me i guess he got to go pick up his 15th lambo this week oh no man but, i thought uh, you were i thought you know he's like ready to throw down bro <laughs> <laughs> but uh yeah we can go ahead and get into our first topic so the north america versus europe event that was supposed to go down at evo 2022 well the 10 v 10 exhibition or it might be a 5v5 nobody really ironed out the details of that <laughs> seems like it might be i'm gonna say in shambles but it seemed like it, it probably mm. might not happen um if you've been on social media in any form or fashion uh in fgc land the last couple of days you have seen that there's a big debacle going on about this might not happen and uh punk the god seems like he doesn't want to do it it even seems like idom idom doesn't want to do it but uh just like uh when the avengers needed help the most other superheroes came and assembled and we have different names such as men rd and others who have come and said like look i mean if they ain't down i'm down you know el chocolate said he'd be down and uh they want to do it and europe is just sitting back you know playing the background like look we got our people i mean so <laughs> if y'all just disordered and scared or whatever y'all got going on you know we we got our team uh it was funny <laughs> imagine obama called uh called them uh the brexit squad that was <laughs> was pretty funny but they're sitting back just playing the background like look whenever y'all want to push buttons we here y'all just got y'all issues and stuff going on wow. so um it seems like it's not going to happen, but if we can get these things going with other players uh, getting into it, then there might still be a chance. It might not just be with our basically top two best Street Fighter players. Now, that's kind of put us in a, pe a peculiar situation because if we win, dang, we won. Yeah. But if we did, if we don't win, it wasn't our best players. So, <laughs> so it's kind of <laughs> like in a peculiar situation. So uh, enough of the intro. Let's go ahead and get into it because I'm pretty sure everybody knows. But uh, yeah, I mean, I, I find it very, 
it sucks that it seems like it's not going to happen. I mean, at the end of the day, I mean, it's uh, Punk said it seemed like it was an issue where he asked for something and he didn't get what he asked to do the event in return. I mean, we're assuming it's something financial. Um, and if that's the case, then that sucks. I mean, I can understand wanting to get paid for what it is that you're doing. Mm-hmm. I mean, you have been in the game for years. You're probably the top uh, Street Fighter personality right now, uh, pushing the game forward and all that other stuff. But um, it just sucks that, you know, in a thing that's going to be so big for the FGC that is not happening. Now, I'm not saying that he shouldn't want to get his money, and he probably doesn't look at it like us. You know, Punk has been in Street Fighter for so long, so many different matches, so many hype sets. He's he's at that upper echelon now. So to him, if it's like, hey, make sure I get all these things done at EVO or play in this exhibition, for him, it might not be the exhibition. You know, I mean, it. If he probably is just like, look, because people say it a lot, placings, you know, they count more than exhibitions. Mm-hmm. But, you know, my personal opinion, I'm just like, bro, we do, you know, for the love of the FGC, even if it's something that is like, hey, I can't get paid right now. Like, man, come on do it, man. You know, we, I mean, it's all fun at the end of the day. I mean, you know, and I've heard other people say that even if it was paid, he could come and do the event. You know the thing is going to be huge if y'all play like NA versus Europe. That's going to get – I mean, I think they said with the, the North America versus Europe Tekken event at Combo Breaker. Oh, yeah. They got like 20,000 views, 25,000 views, people watching live on stream. So that boost in, you know, um, brand, social media, exposure, all that stuff is profitable in itself. But – who knows what's going on in Punk's mind? Who knows what the reason is? I mean, it's, you know, we pick it on Punk so much, but Idom don't even want to do it. Idom said he wants to focus on Evo, and I can get it. But, I, you know, not everybody just truly has that different drive and stuff like that, you know, to just be like, hey, you know, even though this thing is not putting money in my pocket, it's probably not going to help me as much as I think it would. I'm still going to do it for the culture, you know. Uh, Cause you see a lot of old heads talking about. Like, oh, I don't know how I call them old heads. That's that's the disrespectful term. The OGs in the community, like Ryan Hart was saying, like man, like I've never seen America in no time in gaming history back down from any challenge, you know. And it's seeming like that's what's happening now. So I'm gonna shut up and close my mouth and let MC Mason actually say something for this be the Rex on Max podcast. You know what, man? Like I mean. Like I wouldn't, I wouldn't refer to it as backing down, man. It's just like, yeah, that's a, I think that's a little harsh, don't you think? Like to refer to it as backing down, it's just one of those, it's just one of those things. Um, uh, victims of circumstances, right? Like that's, I mean, that this whole vert to ten v ten, five v five is just a victim of circumstance. And I mean, yeah, like it would be great if everybody could just do stuff for the love of the community. But like, yeah, man, like you were saying earlier, like. How much is enough, right? Like before, like if you're going to tournaments and you're spending money and you're getting like um you go in there, you're playing, and then you go home to like a cardboard box and you're trying to like, you know, eat like I MREs. Punk is doing, doing, it, doing that. Punk is very well off, I'm sure. <laughs> but you know, you know what I mean, right? I don't I don't know, man. Like after a certain point, I guess like people are kind of like, okay, well, what what am I? What am I getting out of this? I guess you know, because I mean, like, like he has been um, around for a hot minute, right? Like it's been a good while. So it's like, all right, great, I'm doing this, but when does the I'm giving to the FGC? When does the FGC give back? You know, I don't know. It's like some. I'm not saying that that's how I feel, but I could picture somebody feeling like that. You know, especially like if you're like you're saying like you're going to Evo, right? So there's only like so many. There's only so much, um, I would say, uh, so much you want to do before something like that. You want to, like, uh, practice at your own pace. You don't really want, like, to go to, like, one one thing that's kind of like, you know, I mean, let's be honest. It's, like, one of those really, that's a really big deal, actually. You know, like, do you, um, the U.S., North America versus, like, um, the what's called, like, Europe. That's a huge deal, man. And I don't know. That's what I'm saying, bro. It's such a huge deal. Like. Look, I get it. Like, we're at a point, you know, where it's a lot of confusion. It's last minute and all the other stuff. And everybody could just be like, you know what, man? Bump it. At the end of the day, what matters most is for the culture. 
um you know doing it for the culture you know it's last minute but we just go put all the confusion to the side and i mean just do it for the one time you know what i'm saying like for the one time you know what i'm saying just do it for the one time i understand but you know like you got to prior like sometimes you know like you got to prior make priorities man like sometimes you got to prioritize events man like i wish i could go to every event right i wish i could go to every single event but that's not going to happen. Some events have to take priority over other events, man. Especially when they're so close to each other. Sometimes you just can't do both. You got to focus on one. Um, you know, I mean, I wish I could go to Evo, but I have another event that I have to focus on, like that happened basically the exact same weekend. You know, I got to prioritize. Like everybody's got to prioritize. So I don't, I don't know if that's necessarily. I mean, I'm just like you know postulating, right? These are all just postulations i'm just in, in theorizing i'm just saying that you know there there are a myriad of reasons why he couldn't possibly want maybe he's just kind of like i just don't feel like doing it like you know what i mean it's just like i don't it's like i don't want to do that like there's certain things you just don't feel like doing and i could understand that but at the same time it's like it would be a huge deal though like that's the thing it would be a really big deal for something like that to happen for them to be like yeah man like this is like the like the clash of the titans kind of thing right and like you're saying you i mean if they end up doing it like you're in that position where it's like oh well if we if we lose it's like we didn't have all of our best players but if we win we win so it mm, like it's almost like I don't want to be that guy, but it's almost like them not being there and it happening anyway would kind of be like in our best interest. I'm hoping this is like a wrestling promo that everybody's doing all this confusion. And then at the last, I was like, you know what? We live. We was playing y'all. We doing the whole thing. We just wanted y'all to think. And then it'd be more hyper because, you know, they just like, hey, man, all, we was just all cutting promos. You know, we finna go ahead and do it. But, I mean, you know, two things. One, you wanted it to be at EVO. I know we say they could have done it at a different event, but you wanted it to be at EVO. Like, what's the chance of you getting all these North American and European players in the same place at the same time in a COVID area at one event that we could do it offline? You know, EVO is probably the only place. And then, two, I guess a lot of times we do expect that if you're in the FGC and you're a top player, that you're automatically going to have this pride about you that you want to put on for your for your country. Mm-hmm. I mean, I guess that's something that we automatically assume. And some people are probably like, look, it really don't mean that much to me. Like, I, I mean, I like winning. I like competing. I like winning my tournaments and stuff like that. But when it comes to that whole, like, NA, you know, versus you're like, I ain't, I ain't, you know, repping it like that. Why would I, you know? And we just assume, like, you know, it's just a part of the culture, though. Like, you know, if you ask me, am I the greatest America fan, I wouldn't tell you, yeah, but when it came to the FGC, you know, all right, I am. It's NA all day. What you talking Especially if we start repping states. It's, it's DFW Texas all day. So that's what we repping. You know, me at best. You know, all that. So <laughs> it's, it's just something that comes with the cultures. It's, it's kind of like, you know, how people, you're American, I mean, eight times out of 10, you like football or basketball. You know, it's like, it's just like kind of like a part of the culture. So, but, you know, just like in America, not everybody subscribes to that. Like you watch basketball or football? No, I don't care. You know, so some people are just like that. Maybe they just don't care. But I mean, you know, at the end of the day, it's sad. If the event passes and NA versus EU don't happen, you know, I'm going to sit back and, you know, sit back in the corner and just be, you know, upset. Nobody will care. You know, I'll just come on the next input. I'll put in about it. But, you know, it is whatever. So, <laughs> so. All right. So let me ask you a question. Let's say that, you know, you're a top player in like whatever, whatever game, right? And you were, and they were like, hey, hey, listen, Rexon, we need you, bro. We need you for like the, 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 like the <laughs> fighting EX layer, like 10 v 10. <laughs> We need you for the Faxel versus the versus Europe. The one thing we know it definitely can't be online. <laughs> it, has to be it definitely has to be an offline event, doesn't it? Oh no. But yeah, the, so let's say they ask you to play Faxel 
in a 10v10 and you were just like, bro, I don't care. I just really don't care. Not only that, but I hate fighting EX Lair anyway. Why do you want me to play this game? But would you do it? You would do? Would you do it for the culture, man? Would you like put your uh, put your pride aside and and play fighting EX Lair for the well, culture? First of all, there's so many ifs that we have to get past for this <laughs> to even be a thing. Like somehow the world would have to love Fexler enough to want a 10v10 at Evo. Somehow I've picked it up and put time back into it when I said I was done with the game. Uh, and somehow we found 10 people that play Fexler. So, you know, <laughs> they... <laughs> so that's a lot of ifs that you're putting out right there. But if it was to put on for the NA and it's a one-time event, I mean, you know, why not? You know, just do it for the one time because I'm sure it's definitely only going to be one time that we doing this. Ain't nobody playing Fexler. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, man, I, I do it. But, you know, hey, everybody ain't me, man. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I'm sure if they was like, look, MC Amazing, we doing a North America Avengers versus the European Avengers, and we need you to get on the sticks and play Astaroth. Like, what you going to do? I'm sure you're going to be like, yes. Yeah, I would do it. Yes, I'd do it. Yeah, but, do you it. know. Everybody's just not like that, man. So, but do you have anything else? So we can all go ahead to the next topic. Yeah, man. I don't know. Like, like I said, there's a whole lot of like, it's a whole lot of conjecture at this point, right? Because we can only really, all we can really do is theorize and postulate about what really, what's the big reason why he didn't want to do it or why not. But like, I guess it all comes down to is the fact is that he just doesn't want to do it. Like, regardless of the reason, he doesn't want to do it. But I mean, like, at like it, yeah, like you said. I would do it though if um even even if it might it, it, I don't know how it would but even if it might hurt my like chances I mean it's just one more one more one more thing right one more way to train I guess before Evo right so why not like why not take that take that opportunity learn something maybe learn something new from like another player who's who's got a completely different perspective on the game than you do I, I don't know I'm not a, I'm not a professional player but I think it would I think it'd be a really, really cool thing to do for both like personal growth and like the growth of the community, you know, in general. You know, it'd be a big deal. It'd be kind of a almost like one of those uh the harbinger, right? Like the like the the pregame before like an event like Evo, you know, or something. Is it was it supposed to be happening before, during, or after Evo? At Evo. At Evo. Like some oh, sometime man. they set time aside for an exhibition and you know, it just goes down. Oh, then you know why not? That it almost yeah, I mean, I you know, I, I just guess they're focused. I mean, I can understand being a top player and you got to play in three games and you need to be in the mode, in the mood, in the mode. mode. I mean, either way, I both think the mode. Yeah, right. <laughs> I was about to say, like, both were good. I don't, I don't know, man. Like, I mean, if it's going to be there at the event anyway, why not? Yeah. Well, it's it's unfortunate, but you know, we'll move on to some more news. That well, well, real even- quick. Real quick, I was just under the impression that it was a completely separate, like what you call it. You know what I mean? That's what. I... Oh no, it was gonna. It was supposed to be at Evo. Okay, then yeah, I don't really see any point in not doing it. <laughs> yeah, it. I mean, it's some. Like I said, we'll never be in the minds of the people who are actually there, right? You know, so we can only just sit here and you know do what people do on podcasts to look at a situation and talk about it from the outside. You can just right. speculate, so. You know, that's all we got. So we're really trans- good at it. Yeah. Transitioning <laughs> from that to going to more news. Uh, So KIT 2022 has been announced coming in late October. But the thing that has made it kind of somber is that they said this is going to be the last one. Now, Ian actually said, and Ian is the one uh, who's the head or the founder of uh, KIT. He actually said that the reason why it's not coming back is because of financial strains. Now, we know the uh, COVID pandemic hit everybody hard. I believe KIT had one of their events canceled. um, And, you know, they weren't able to do KIT in Texas, Kumite in Texas anymore. Uh, But that was for like a totally different reason. Now, um, they had an event, but he said that one was technically supposed to be their last one. But they the crew got together and was like, you know what? We kind of want to do an official, this is the last one, hoorah, and just do it for the community and stuff like that. So it's sad, but one of the this actually led into a conversation 
about TOs really not making a lot to sustainably keep up making the doing these tournaments or doing these events. Um, and it's funny because, well, not funny, but uh, one of the tweets that came out of this situation was Majin Obama saying, you mean to tell me all this time most TOs are not making mad bank on events and time investment, stress involved in executing good events is something you as a player shouldn't take for granted, especially when fewer people are taking the torch as more events fade away? Crazy. Now, this is a conversation that me personally, like, I could sit here and talk about all day because it's just a community issue. Community is something I could talk about all day. I'm sure MC Amazing has heard me go on many rants and the <laughs> word community comes up a quadrillion times and he has to sit there and just act like he didn't hear it for the quadrillion time. But so I'll, I'll let Mr. Uh, MC Amazing go first and talk about this because, you know, I I think going off him and just instead of just giving me like, you know, a wide open space to just spew out whatever. Like, I'll let MC Mason go first. Well, I don't know, man. Like, I mean, yeah, I would definitely say the TOs don't make make enough, you know. Uh, it's like, it's kind of hard. It's like, it's really hard to run an event if you don't have any money. Like, there's, there's, if there's no money, you can't, there's like, you can't even rent the venue. I mean, much less get the equipment, you know. I mean, because it's not like the equipment is going to work forever, right? Like, eventually, you got to buy new equipment. You know, and you're always going to come up with like new ways to bring people in because, you know, you got to advertise, you know, and then, of course, you know, then sometimes people want concessions and uh, eventually it gets to the point where it feels like, you know, instead of just like running like uh, events that are just strictly like FGC events, it's like you got to start kind of like combining with like other events. Like, it's not like, you know, it's like, well, we can't just have like a fighting game tournament. We have to combine with like, you know do something in conjunction with like uh like over at Nishi Fest, right? Like they have Nishi Fest and then they have like the the tournaments for like Guilty Gear and stuff over there, you know. Or at Dreamhack where, you know, there's there's all the stuff going on with like, you know, uh uh <clears throat> like other games, but then there's also fighting games there at the uh, at the event, you know. So, I it's it, I don't know, man. It's like it, at this point it seems like an issue of like survival, man, like cuz and it is kind of like it is kind of an issue with the community. It, it is kind of an issue because it's like, man, at what point do you like say, hey, you know what? They need our help, you know, instead of being like, well, you know, when we need the value, <laughs> we need we need more value for our our um, our dollar. And it's like, yeah, I mean, you do like in an optimal situation, you'd be like, oh yeah, man, I need I need more value for my dollar. But this is not. This is probably like as almost as far away from that as you can possibly get, man, because, you know, the pandemic hit everybody pretty hard. Like it was already like, it was already kind of a risky proposition trying to like do like a tournament before the, uh, before the pandemic started. Then after, then during, and then I can't even say after because we're still in the middle of it. It's like, like right now it's, it's still tough and it's not getting any easier. So, I mean, I, I don't know. Like I'll put it this way. Like every, all the prices have to go up, man. Like that's just the way it is. I wouldn't be surprised. I wouldn't, I wouldn't be mad if somebody was like, you got to pay like 50, 60, $70 to get in here, you know? Uh, because like the price for the price for the venue went up the price to get vendor, like the vendors are going to, are going to try to be there. Like all this stuff is supposed to be happening in like this one area. And it's like, yeah, we were, but I'm still trying to pay like 20 bucks to get in, you know, it's like, there's no, the balance is way off. I think like, you know, it's like, I want to pay 20 bucks to get in here where like, they have like FGC, like centric stuff, you know, there's like, you know, the friendlies going on, there's tournament more, more than one tournament going on, you know, like, um, especially if you got like a BYOC or something like that, or just an area, or even simply an area where like, you can just like, 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 yeah, the BYOC, where you just put your stuff in there, you bring your own monitor, your own console and everything, and then people play, like, random games in a room. Like, I mean, even at, like, uh, you have, like, uh, the guy, like, the sh uh, the Texas Shot Takers who go to, like, events and they set up, like, the arcade machines and everything like that. Like, that's a, that's a big deal, man. Like, because, I mean, like, I was in a Puzzle Fighter 2 tournament, man. I ain't never played, I've never played Puzzle Fighter in my entire life. I always wanted to, and I finally got a chance to play Puzzle Fighter because of the Texas Shot Takers. All because I decided to come to a tournament. There's a lot going on at any given tournament, and 
you know, to get those people to come, they got to pay them. There has to be, there, the money has to be there. So yeah, like we, I think, you know, in order to keep things like um, balanced, I would say it would only make sense for us to like pay a little bit more to like get uh, for venue fees and stuff like that. Like, you know, I mean, what do you think, man? I'm, I'm just like kind of just going running another mouth here. So I know this probably gonna seem like I'm take I'm just you know taking you to school and stuff like that. But communities are things that I really do research, you know, because be, uh, not just only because I'm in the FGC, the FGC, but it helps with the FGC. But knowing what a community is and how it actually works and runs and operates can really help us understand when we learn these principles how to take them over to the FGC. So. The three main aspects of a community, and I, that's why I was looking down because I I have like notes that I've written all the way back in like 2019, 2020, while I was studying communities and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. But the three major aspects of a community that make up a community is you have an economy, you have a code of conduct, and you have representatives, you know. So an economy is basically, you know, you guys have money, basically. You know, you have a system that allows everybody to survive financially. And then you have a code of conduct. Now, that's something that came up in the FGC a lot. You know, it seemed like it was something that, you know, people were kind of hit or miss on and stuff like that. But if you really want to be, we have a lot of these issues that you see come up in the community where people do different things. They get banned and all this other stuff. So a code of conduct would actually help with that. And then you have um, representatives for your community, like people who could go out represent your community probably get sponsorships and things like that you know get you seen in different places and stuff but one and so there's five floors to a stable economy and the first floor is actually group economics and i think the thing that we're we're missing is like group economics when you look at uh other cultures within the world and stuff like that like you know a lot of people talk about like in a lot of places you can go to a chinatown and stuff like that when you go there, you see like um, a lot of group of a uh, group of the same people running businesses together in the same place, and they help build their funds together to help each other survive, thrive, and get everything that they need, so that the things of their community can be done. You know, like let's just say we open one store, and then you know we get everybody to work at that store until we can open another store, and we work those two stores to open four stores and stuff like that. And I feel like that's a concept that the FGC is missing. Like, and one reason I say that is because I personally feel like for me, like any event that I went to that was a major or something like that, I wouldn't mind spending $70, $80, $90 just to get into the venue, whatever thing that they, whatever thing that they set up. Because we can't expect them to do more if they don't have the resources to do it with you know and we basically as a community come together and even if they say hey it's just twenty dollars to get in the door everybody take the initiative to say like hey it might be 20 but we're still going to donate another 50 to the matcherino or another 50 to uh this to's cash app or whatever way we go about paying the person but making sure that us as a community fund the event and then I feel like you'd have more of a place to come and say, hey, I don't like this. I don't like that. I don't like another because we've all invested our part so much. Not saying that what you invest into it already, but a lot of the things I feel like that we expect is just unreasonable. You know, we come from these, t- when we come to these TOs and stuff like that. I mean, um, Rick just said he spent 700000 to do Combo Breaker, you know. And then a lot of people, a lot of people, like when we look at CEO, CEO, it was a thing where people were just laughing at the payouts. But it's just like, man, why don't we just fund the payouts? Why don't we fund these things? If it's FGC by FGC and we want stuff to still have that grassroots feel, we're going to have to pay for it. If not, we're going to have to go out and get sponsors, the money from somewhere, from all these other places. And then a lot of people already like to say, when you look at Evo and stuff like that, they say it feels corporate. It feels very corporate. It's not something that feels like has that FGC homegrown feel. So it's like we have to learn group economics, how we can, you know, it's so many things that people spend money on that we could just go and put it into the communities that we love. Now, if you're a person who says, I really don't care, I just want to show up to the events or the things in the FGC and have fun, then okay, that's you. But if you're somebody that really wants more for the FGC or you're somebody who's, you know, 
um, a person that likes to go and say like, hey, I didn't like this and this and this about an event. Well, I mean, we have to come together as a community and put more skin in the game to make sure that we're getting the things that we say we want. I mean, look, you could take a local, for example. Uh, let's just say collisions. We both know collisions. Like collisions runs their event how they run it now. But if we wanted more, if we wanted collisions to go like into a bigger venue to be a bigger monthly, you know, we probably have to invest more into it to get that marketing to to that they could put out to get more people to be able to come to the event and see it. We'd have to put in that money for to be able to get the bigger venue, more setups, more of this, more of that, more whatever. Like, where is it gonna come from? And it needs to come from the community itself. So that's my TED talk. I appreciate everybody for coming. I mean, like, I mean, like you're that I mean that's that that does make sense, but that's assuming that everybody who like you said, everybody like we can't assume everybody who even shows up for an event is there because they're part of the FGC. In fact, yeah. like there are people that, you know, that would consider them that that like kind of consider themselves like people that would come to an event. They don't consider themselves part of the community at all. Like, you know, they're just like, like I said, like somebody who just comes to an event and it's like, OK, this event was cool. And then they go home, you know. And so, you know, it's like that we're not getting any money from somebody who like like that, like they're probably not. Because like yeah, but it's enough of us in the F, in the literal FGC to do it. Well, here's the thing, like, but as a by nature, and I think we've talked about this before. By nature, the fighting FGC is kind of fractured, man. Like just like by nature, like it's that's just the way it is, and not necessarily because it, like you know there's conflicts going on, but it's just like there are so many different games going on, and then of course in in those games, there's also fractures, even stuff based on like what console do you think it's best to play the game on? You know, like some people say the PS4 is the best or PlayStation 5. Some people say no, PC is the best, PlayStation's trash. Some people say PlayStation's best, PC's trash. Nobody wants to play on Xbox. Like, you know, it's, <laughs> you know, it, it's just like everybody's got like their own ideas about how things should be done. And nobody, I don't think a lot of people have researched it like you did. So it's kind of like, you know, like everybody's got like their own ideas, whether they be, I mean, whether you can't really, I mean, maybe some you can either paint either good or bad, but they're, they're ideas and they're their own. And everybody's got their opinion about like how things like should be ran. I definitely think like, yeah, we should be like more together as a community. Like that's, you know, we should be supporting like the events that we go to, but um, I don't know, man. It's like I'd I'd like to believe that everybody we're all like of the same mind, but I can guarantee you we are not. We definitely are not all of the same mind. And I mean, it's I don't even know, man. I don't even know what it would take to like get people to um to like you know go in that direction, you know, because you can't force somebody to want to invest in in like the in the FGC. You know, they have to they have to be, like you have to believe that number one that you're a part of that community. Number two, that like the the the, the what's called the well being of that community is based on you. Like you have to believe that the stuff that you do like affects change within that community, you know. And if you don't believe any, if you believe you're part of a community, or like one, like if you don't believe you're part of a community, but that anything you do isn't going to change anything, then you then you're not going to do anything. Or if you think you can change, if you think you can change things, but you don't feel like you're part of a community because that happens too where people feel like they're like, like there are people that are in the community um, and you and I both know them. There are people who are in the community, who are the, in the community that are doing things for the community that don't feel like they're part of the community for various reasons. Maybe like, I mean, most of the time it's like, you know, you like you get involved with people in like a um, something in a community and then maybe things don't go right. And then, you know, like through that experience, you feel like, man, like I just feel like an outsider, you know, because like some people have like a lot of negative experiences with the FGC. I mean, even before like I became like part of the FGC, all I ever, all I ever heard was how like negative experiences, how toxic the community was. Now, granted, that's most competitive, like most competitive, like what's called, it's like there's going to be toxicity. But whenever I heard about it, I heard about it the most in like the fighting game community. So there are some people who come in like with this preconceived notion, like they don't want anything to do with it. Like they were just going to come in, play the game and then leave because they don't want to get to know anybody. They don't want to be, be familiar with any, they don't want anybody to know their name. They just want to come and play. You know what I mean? I, I mean, yeah, I, I get what, I get what you're saying. Like, you know, 
the the things that I say out like sound uh, are great ideas, but not everybody in the community is going to get down with that. Right. You know, not every many people are happy with just like hmm, I like fighting games. I know of these events. I go to them when I can, and then I just deal. Yeah. A lot of people aren't that invested, but like I said, we do have enough people in the community. You know, I I be I talk to them. I'm in podcast. You know, groups with them. I mean, di- I mean, not podcast groups. Um, what are those things called? Uh, on Twitter. Oh, huh? Oh, you talk about the talking spaces? Spaces, yeah, in spaces and things like that. There's enough people in the FGC to where if everybody did come and just have a unified front, that we could get a lot done. You know, for example, they were talking about like the prize pots at CEO. It's like, well, why didn't CEO just put up? And I don't know why. It might be a legit reason why, but like putting up like a a matcherino for a CEO and many people in the community donate to it so we can make sure that everybody gets decent prize pools, you know, and then at the same time donating, you know, to the uh, the CEO in general, just to make sure that the event ran smoothly and nobody was in no financial bind and stuff like that, because these TOs deserve to be able to not say that they breaking even at best for events and stuff like that when they're putting on such a spectacle for us for three days that takes that takes the whole year to plan for. Yeah. You know, and it takes like it takes like, you know, it, it just really is gonna take a mindset change for a lot of people. So I'd say like the people who do have that mind now start. And then with our actions and the way that we do things, maybe that will influence others for to come and do that. Cause a lot of times Yes, talk is good for those who actually want to know, but for those who really probably don't or just really just don't have the concept to actually grasp, it'll take actual, you know, works for them to see. And then from those works, they'll see the benefits of it. And then those will be like the change. That'll be like the change of fact for people like, man, like they really have stuff going on over there. Like, how can I be a part of this? Or how can I have something like that going on for myself? So. I feel like that's I feel like that's what it'll take. And I know I probably sound like one of those old dudes just howling at the moon or something like that, you know. But at the end of the day, it'll be people who are here somebody hear this and they'll just be like, man, that sounds like a good idea. Cause, you know, we we're gonna have to do something with the FGC because, yeah. you know, it seems like, you know, people are waiting for like companies like Riot to come and just dump money off. But you know, you know, me I always has a personal opinion. If you're waiting for somebody to just drop money off to you, you basically will you basically just waiting to say, like, hey, I'm finna sell out. You know, I'm gonna take the bag and you know, whatever y'all wanna do, go ahead and do it. So, but that's all I got. We need we need we I mean it's it's just a shame. Just sold all up in the boat. It's just a shame that the TOs aren't making enough money. It's a shame that, you know, uh in a community full of people that somebody like ian is basically gonna have to close his doors when you know he when people like us should be around to support and stuff like that and you know it is it's just the same it's sad to hear shad it's sad to hear so uh but yeah that's all i got oh is that all you got also yeah i'm I'm, I'm done all right so our last topic we're talking i I bet people probably gonna say this probably the most negative input output i've heard but uh the next topic we actually have is wait are those new headphones e what yeah they are actually hey uh, i see i you know boy got that money but uh <laughs> but uh yeah so our next topic actually is um fg the fgc and content creation now rob tv actually did uh, a podcast where he had maximilian sonic fox nyc furby brian f and uh, others, well, they actually went over uh, content creation and how important it is not only to uh, for the FGC, but if you're somebody who wants to get sponsored. Now, uh, Maximilian came from many points where he was talking about how, you know, for a long time when he came to like FGC, he didn't have a lot of competition. You know, it seemed like it wasn't until like the pandemic came that it pushed people to you know if you wanted if you wanted the fd fgc to survive and you wanted to do something with it it was going to have to be online you know so a lot of people pushed to um actually making content and um brian elf and sonny fox actually talked about how important it is to actually make content if you want to be a player that's sponsored or you want to bring something else to the table of a brand because just pressing buttons won't be good enough anymore 
Um, let me see. Is there something else that they said that I'm missing? Um, but yeah, so they were just talking about how it seems like the oh they were also saying like how a lot of people in the FGC who are players seem like they just don't want to make the content. They use the word saying that they seem like they're lazy. But, you know, basically at the end of the day, people just seeming like they're not wanting to make content. So we just want to talk about that. And just what do you think? Do you feel like the FGC uh, can do better with his content curation and things like that? And I can also I guess I'll go ahead and kick it off. I can understand what they're saying from from a business standpoint when it comes to sponsorships. Like, you know, hey, yeah, you might go to a tournament and win and all that other stuff. But at the end of the day, like. Like we just talked about before in the last topic, I mean, if you get first place at a at a major, it's not like you're making a lot. And yeah, you might be, you know, you're wearing your jersey, you get on cam in front of thousands of people and stuff like that. But it might not be a lot of time, you know, uh, that you actually do it in the grand scheme of things and stuff like that. So um, I just lost my train of thought that fast. Okay, picked it back up. So exactly. when you think when you think about stuff like that, you can understand why a brand would be like, hey, we need you to do more of getting yourself out there, building an audience, getting our sponsors looked at and all that other stuff and build your value to where we will continue to make sure that we fund you because we see that you have so many eyes and stuff on you that it's worth us continuing to pay you because you're bringing in so much WAPO, basically, and so many eyes on our brands. Because that's basically what a sponsorship is like, hey, I'll sponsor you. And we'll work out this and this and this, and we'll do this and this and this, and we need you to do that and that and that, so we can make sure that the sponsors that the that the uh, sponsor has, because you know, like let's just throw out a random sponsor, uh, Team Gecko, they might be sponsored by Logitech and all these different things that you see on their jersey. They want to make sure that they get eyes on the people that they're sponsored by or they're partnered with. Yeah. So you want to make sure that you're. A, a system or a business or a brand that can get yourself in your in their um respect the sponsors uh as much clout let we'll say as you can you know get eyes on them so it's not enough to just be a player be like look i showed up to uh combo breaker i got first and i left you know you won't see me again until evo i came in i won i left right and we don't see you until tournaments and stuff like that, you know, so it's really no, no, no value in that. I mean, how much, I mean, yeah, you great, but how much exposure are you going to get us guys out, you know? So unless you're going to stuff to where you can promise us like, Hey, you know, these random invitations that you will go to, you know, uh, you know, I think MK had a tournament one time when they gave away a hundred thousand dollars, you know, oh, yeah. Capcom cup gives away a uh, hundred thousand dollars and stuff like that. Unless you can guarantee you go win them every time they come up, you know, you the Sonic Fox of this, you know, you, you need to uh to do something else. So I can understand where they're coming from. And as far as like a FGC drought when it comes to content, if you compare it to other um and they talked about this on the podcast because they say MK and Smash is definitely like one of the biggest um areas that you can go into as far as content creation with the FGC, and it seems like Capcom is one of the not so popular ones and you know that might be because street fighter 5 max said this street fighter 5 came out and it was so bare so trash oh, yeah. that people still put that stigma on it till today and sonic yeah. fox says that's why he never picked it up you know because he lost interest so fast with the release it was just like you know i'm playing other stuff by now so right. you know he was like i'm upset and got so good so but uh yeah so you know, you know, we create content and stuff like that. And sometimes when we'll look around, sometimes I will say to myself, I'm like, man, it just doesn't seem like there's a lot like, yeah, there's a lot of posting like match clips, fights uh, in the game <laughs> and, uh, and all that other stuff. Like, you know, there's a lot of reactions to stuff like that. But, you know, the, the stuff like hold back to block does, you don't see a lot of that. Like he's basically the only one, you know or one of few, let me not say the only one. Mm -hmm. uh, when you see like what TVFGC does, where we do like news, you know, you got um, us, you got Button Check, and you got our boy Trojan, he's starting to do uh, news. But I mean, everybody else, I've, I've researched FGC news and there's been like probably two other people, but they've come and gone, they don't do it anymore. Oh, wow. You know, um, 
if you look at like you know one thing i like to always take is like if you go look at nba social media like all the type of content and stuff they have for that it's massive it's wild any type of content you can name deep dives theories uh match analysis what ifs all types of stuff they have it and it's like such an area for and you know the fgc is a place that you really don't even have to invent the wheel just feel a space right you know tv fgc news isn't really inventing the wheel you know it's just filling a space you know yeah. input output it isn't you know making the first airplane it's just filling a space <laughs> you know uh interviews it's just filling a space you know because we don't have these things consistently you know so yeah i'm gonna go ahead and let you go i feel like i just talked for 50 minutes so i'm gonna go <laughs> i'm gonna go ahead and let you go because these topics i can definitely talk about so what's your what's your thoughts on content creation in the fgc is it a lack of it um do you agree that you know uh sponsored players if you have a desire to be sponsored that you do need to make content oh man um i feel like even if you this is just my opinion. I feel like even if you aren't sponsored, I think it's a good idea to make um, FGC content. Um, you know, like I said, I, I I would agree with you. I think there's not a whole lot of FGC content that's outside of like, you know, like match, you know, like like matches and stuff like that. Like some people are outliers and they'll go like do like deep dives into like, you know, learning how to do care, play characters, do character guides and stuff, which is great. I think like, um, um, some of the stuff, like I started playing DNF Duel a little while ago, and uh, some of the stuff that I learned in Rufal Monger's video about how to play the grappler has re really, like, I'm gonna be honest, like, I'm not a particularly good player, and <laughs> but there have been every match that I've had, like the last like 10 matches I've played, if I felt like winning the match, I was going to win the match. That's all I'm going to say. So, it, <laughs> you know, <laughs> that, that's just how it goes. It's like, if I'm like, oh, you know what? I want to win this match. And then what happened? I win the match. Like that's that's just what happens. So that I mean, with that kind of um, that kind of content is like you know the kind of instructional stuff, you know. But then of course you know you're talking about like news and everything, and it's doing new stuff. I think is like a little challenging because it's like you kind of want to strike when you have to kind of strike when the iron is hot every single yeah. time. Like you have to be on point. You have to have your ears ear to the ground, nose in the air. Like the whole time you got to be ready. You better. That's some news that's more. Yes, another news topic. <laughs> you gotta be yeah, like when the, when the pandemic was in full swing, it seemed like they was releasing a trailer every 30 seconds. Man, you had to be on that pretty pretty heavy. You know what? One thing I look back on um uh like uh I, that I really thought was great was the one time, remember specifically this was Grand Blue Fantasy versus Eustace's trailer was dropping, but it was dropping at like 2 a.m., two or three o'clock yeah. in the morning. And we were both up, we both we were both up. You're like, yo, it's up. All right, cool. Record the video, spaz out on camera. All right, boom, put it up on the Dropbox. This guy, this guy edit, edits it at lightning speed and it's up like an hour early, less than that. Like, just like, and it's right right there. It's like, oh man, that's what I'm talking about. The, oh man, like that. I, I think, you know what the thing is? I think like people don't realize that that's what comes with the hard work that it that that is behind content creation like those um those big moments that you don't forget like when we were doing um um the smash documentary uh you know oh my god and then when you're looking at like the what oh. <laughs> like the different camera angles and everything yo <laughs> like that is that's a big deal like you know like, like and and it's like now if you're watching the video and you're like oh this looks nice but if you're actually making the video and you're looking at the setup, you're like, oh, it's such a clean setup, bro. Like, it looks so good. I mean, my God, we, we, we had so many, man, dude, I remember, there were so many, like, we did, like, the, um, we did uh, the, what's called the interview for, uh, what's called, uh, Fighter, fan, uh, Fighter Fanboy, remember that? Mm -hmm. We did the one for, um, the, uh, what for, uh, what's called, John Villapando for uh, Debonair Dandy. Man, you remember the one we did, um, for the DFW when COVID, the COVID story did. Oh DFW. yeah, man. <clears throat> Went the free play and all that. Yeah, oh, that was awesome. See, here's the thing. When you're making content, you gotta understand, man, that there, there are story, there's a story behind every video that was made. Every video you watch, there's a story that you've never heard behind it. 
there's like the elation the setup going to a like a going to a venue at like you know during like the dead hours right when there's nobody there and they open up the store like what's called like you say like go to free play arthur comes out and we we have all the uh all the uh, cameras set up we got like he's like all right man now make sure you clap real quick so we can sync the sound and everything have like the two camera angles and then event and then you think okay this is it, man. And you do the recording and then you actually see what it looks like up on screen from everybody else's perspective. You're like, that's gonna they're gonna go crazy over this. You know, it's looking back and like surveying your works. Like it's a beautiful thing. And I think like if more people actually made content, more fighting game content, like go to a you don't even have to do anything like super crazy. Like go to a uh, go to a event, go to local and like record your friend playing a match or you know something like that you know talk to somebody ask them how they're doing what they're doing there like you know it's it's just like we do the interviews at like collisions man those are great uh rexon had this thing where he was like yo we're gonna give out like prizes and we're gonna do trivia dude that was crazy like how many people like you know how many people's day were, were made probably from having that right from going over there and having somebody ask them some questions and you're like all right cool you won here's your prize and you get like a what's called like uh like some LEDs for your TV. Like I could, I would, I would love some LEDs for my TV, man. Gotta have given them mangas and stuff like that, dude. Dude, I would, I would do it if I had. A, I would put it right there in the back. I'd read it and then put it on display back there to be like, yeah, I know what, yeah, you know what that is. Like pe people are looking. At, you know what, man? I'm just, I'm going off on a tangent right now. I was about to say, I hope all the fans enjoyed this straight tangent you went on. Yeah, I'm sorry. Memory lane of all the content you created. <laughs> like i mean because we've done so much we did a, we did a bunch of stuff and it was and you know what the thing about it was it was all fun so yeah let me get back on topic i think that you know i i don't i mean i think you should make content but not like because you have to i think you should do it for the love of it like the passion like that you have because you know if they say hey you got to make uh I mean, your heart's got to be in it man like 100 like your heart has got to be in it you got to want to do it you got to want to want to create something you know and uh yeah i would say i don't know if um i mean some people just want to play the game though you know like some people just want to play the game and that's cool too but it's like now people are kind of like yo we're going to need to do a little bit more than that like you're going to have to bring something else to the table i mean if you're like if you're like a fighting game streamer you're already more than halfway there you know i mean you're actively creating when you're streaming you're actively creating content for uh for that kind of stuff you know and i mean you, you take feel it like there's a lack of content in the FGC because I know you said before it's like a lot of it is just like you know game clips and stuff like that. So do you do you feel like it's a, a lack of uh, content? Ah oh, man, oof. I would say maybe. I would say because like yeah, there is a there are a whole lot of whole lot of clips out there, man. Let me say a lack of variety because there might not be a lack of content because there's so many just clips, but a lack of variety in content. Yes, I would say that. I would say that there is like, in fact, a lack of variety, you know, and like, and I mean, like, like you were saying before, and you don't like, you don't have to reinvent the wheel, man. Like you really don't like it's there, there are certain, like you like, like you said, fill like the man said, fill the space, man. Like we're, we've, we're not the first people to do a podcast. We are not the first people to do a fighting game podcast. <laughs> we're not the first people to do a fighting game podcast, like in like, probably like in the United States. You know what I mean? Like we're we're not the first to do any of this stuff. We just happen to do it really well. So I mean, <laughs> you know, that's just that's what we do. And I think like it's um you know we're talking about like striving for excellence in everything you do, right? And you know if you're going to if you want to be like somebody who's a sponsored player, and like that's something that's really important to you, then you know, you got to excel and and set yourself apart. What sets you apart from other other fighting game players? They're not, or most of them, most of them aren't making content. They're not making content. They're going, you know, they're going to a, a match, like a, going to a, a, what's called tournament, you know, going 0-2 and, and then like, you know, and uh, trying to do a super on wake up, man. Like, you know, like you got to like distinguish yourself from everybody else. And yeah, I think content creation is definitely because it shows that you're willing, especially like in in this kind of environment, it shows that you're willing to take the take the extra step, go the extra mile in order to make yourself attractive to sponsors. And I think that's a big deal. Like you want to like 
be attracted to sponsors. What do you got to do? I got to make a, a, a video every week about, you know, about like, you know, like what, how I feel about like this kind of mechanic. What do I feel about neutral, about uh, the, the definition of neutral, about Oki? What are my insights about Oki? What I think about frame data and stuff like that. Like there's, there's a lot like so many like topics and mechanics that are within the FGC that are unexplored, that are somewhat unexplored. Like you have somebody like uh, Stephen Maine, like who goes on and does like, like deep dives into like street fighter theory and stuff like that. You know, I, yeah, him I, and Cookie do a great job at that. Yeah, like that's some, that, that's some stuff. I'd, I'm gonna be honest. I'd never seen anybody do that before. I'd never seen it. That was so, that was something that I'd never seen before. Somebody be like, yeah. So uh, I look, I, I went and I did like some serious detective work, and because of this, 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 and this, Elena is deaf. I'm telling you, that is the that's the story that sticks with me the most. Like I like the whole thing about G being like like this like 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 immense evil force. I remember that. But the one for some reason that sticks with me the most is that that thing about Elena being deaf and the whole beats in my head thing. I'm like, oh, you know what? That kind of makes sense. See, nobody nobody had ever done that before. So it was just like, oh man, I'd never I'd never seen that before. So that was that was really cool. I like that a lot. Um yeah man. I, I would say that like yeah there's not as much variety as I'd like, but but I will say that uh, most of the stuff that I've seen in the FGC, like the uh, content that I've seen, I actually really enjoy. Like, mo like even the stuff where like people just clip their matches. Like, there's some really good matches, match clips out there, man. I'm telling you, like real, real talk. But like, like yeah, like you know, taking the extra step, maybe adding some, you know, stuff in there. Maybe a, maybe a, a voiceover. I don't know. Like, you know, you can do it. You can you can definitely do it. If you really want to be sponsored, you, you can do it. I don't know. What do you what do you think, Rexon? I'm just going out on tangent here, man. <laughs> yeah, you really do. I mean, you know, it you really do need to make yourself, you know, to let me say the statements you said, because my mind is running 10 miles per hour. Because <laughs> what I have to say will make sense when I say the state when I preface it with the statement you said. I agree that you definitely need to make your own content to make yourself more attractive to uh to brands. If, everybody here is a player everybody can play good you know uh but especially if you're not a top top player you need to do things to make yourself more interesting um so in saying that build your brand first build your identity and who you are first so that when a company reaches out to you when they see you when they come across you it's already established who you are what you do what you can bring to the table and they don't have to like because if they build you then basically they own you Oh yeah, you know, like you're basically their IP. So you don't want that to happen. You want to be on the individual. So no matter what happens, you can still you know hit the ground running. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like Brian F. Like you know he was so established in content creation, and then you know uh, when he got into a sponsor, when he left from one sponsor, he could do the same thing with another one. You know, because he built himself, who he is, his brand, his identity, and stuff like that. So that's important to do. And also, yes, again, I do feel like there's just not a lot of variety of content in the FGC. There's a lot of content, but there's not a lot of variety. So that variety is what we need to shoot for. And speaking of content, I'll plug something right now. Go watch our Perfect Legend interview that we just released. It's funny. I just got a notification. You know, somebody was like, oh, man, like the, uh, the sounds that he used to censor the curse words is so top level. I basically went and got... Uh, I went and basically got sound bites from uh, Street Fighter Alpha 2. So whenever there's a curse where you would hear like a, a a sound bite from like Street Fighter. So you'd hear like the beginning of sure or, you know, the uh, the bling, you know, that was it makes when you hit like the start button and stuff back in the day. Yeah. So I thought that'd be cool instead of just having it beep, beep, you know, yeah. it's like just add a fighting game twist to it. So make sure you guys go watch that Perfect Legend talks about a lot of things from his career, early starts in his career, um, his first Evo title that he won, how he felt about it, his most favorite title that he won. You know, uh, he talks about the whole seating, his bracket, bracket rigging thing, and so much other stuff that's really, really dope, informative stuff that you guys want to see. So yeah. plugging that there, you know, there'll be, we see we sponsor ourselves, we don't need a sponsorship. Yeah, right. If somebody want to send us a check, though. That would be nice. Go ahead. Yeah. But you know, we'll throw in our own in there. We'll sponsor ourselves. So TVFGC <laughs> by TVFGC. <laughs> so, <laughs> but um, yeah, man. Uh, you know, it's funny. Do you know we we already at an hour? 
Oh, we are? I feel like it. Yeah, we're at an hour. We just started. That's what I'm saying. But <laughs> but we'll go ahead and um, end it here. We hope you guys enjoy the, these two-man sessions. We try to make it more like a conversation and stuff. So, yeah, you know, if you heard me interrupting E or E interrupting me, it's like we just try to make it more of a conversation when it's just two of us. So. And we're trying to keep this going. We're actually thinking about uh, bringing in some guests. That's some something I'm actually thinking about doing. Nice. It's just it was hard before, you know, uh, trying to ring in guests and stuff like that with timing and all that other stuff. Right. You know, because we were doing before when we were doing input output. When we first started, we were doing it on Friday. It had to be early afternoon because you know oh, I had yeah. to be at work. You know, and then it transitioned to uh, what what we do it now, basically late. Yeah. So. Oh, uh, yeah, man. So we got a lot of things coming with TVFGC, uh, more interviews, more TVFGC news, more input output. And if things go to plan, we're going to have some surprise content that we're not ready to announce now. But if things go correctly, we'll be able to announce it. So but I guess we've gotten to our salty runbacks. Uh, which you know, as we always say, Mr. Gamer Lift ain't here, so it's nothing to really be mad at. You know, nobody's nonsense. Uh, so but yeah, go ahead and eat. what's your salty run back? What do you, what's the last thing you want to leave the people with? Um, you know what? Like, um, thanks again, everybody, for watching another um episode, listening slash watching um another episode of the input output show. Me and my boy Rex on Max, you know, we're always always coming back to bring you the utmost in fighting game entertainment. That's what we do. That's what we're here for. And we love doing it because we do it very well. So, you know, I mean, uh, hopefully, I don't know. I don't know if we're going to, I don't think we're going to be around next week. I think like next week is like, you know, the big time. Um, so for me, cause I, I definitely am not going to be around because I got to go to my brother's wedding. So, yeah. Yeah. I yeah. have some and yeah, Rex stuff I'm got doing also plans. that I will, you know, we, you know, <laughs> so <laughs> So, yeah, but, we're both uh, going to be busy. <laughs> One more than the other, I think. <laughs> I mean, you'll be with family, man. They're going to keep you real busy. Uh, oh. Hopefully we'll you're not the youngest around people. They, you, you, you'll be the ones that they make run to the store and stuff. Yeah, exactly, right? You got to get me this thing? Oh, jeez. Oh. Anyway, um, yeah, like, I'm just glad to be here, man. As always, you know, like, Fighting Game Friday, as co coined by our boy, um, Mr. Game and Lift, you know, <laughs> You know, like we we miss you, man. We'll hope hope to hope to see you again in the future. Um, I don't know, man. Like it's uh it just feels good. Like it just feels good to be back doing this again, like reg doing like, you know, on a weekly basis, trying to get this content out, man. Because, you know, it's it's not just like it's a thing where it's like, oh god, we gotta do a thing. It's like this is like a feeling that wells up in you, right? And you're just kinda like there's a desire, a yearning to get back to it, you know? It's so, like it's one of those things where like it feels like, you know tvfgc for it like you know it feels like home you know what i mean like it feels like something you can like even like as far as you go out into like you know like the um and into the wilderness you can always come back to like tvfgc and that's how it feels for me you know it's like uh you know so <laughs> we're glad you feel like that man we don't want you getting lost out there in the woods yeah right <laughs> <laughs> the prodigal son you know um I don't know. Like it's it's good to it's good to be here, man. Thanks a lot to uh, Rexon for um, you know um, tolerating me spewing my ridiculousness as always. And uh, speaking of Mr. Rexon Max, I'm going to pass it off to him for his salty run back. Well, it's not too much to be salty about, you know. As much as uh, Mr. Game and Lift did give infuriating takes, his <laughs> uh, presence is surely missed. But we'll probably have him back on here soon. You know. Uh, been reaching out to him and stuff like that. He's good. So, you know, nobody just don't think he, like, you know, flew off the Krypton or something. He's good. Um, but, yeah, man, I mean, it's just great to be doing this. It's great to be back consistent. You know, that last year, uh, towards the end of the year, we had to take that three-month break. They kind of, like, you know, hit, hit us real hard, you know, and it was just, like, you know, telling everybody, like, hey, uh, we got to stop. <laughs> like, there's just not enough time in the day. So, but I'm I'm glad to be back. Uh, we didn't get you know, ready for another season. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm glad everybody's back and we can be back consistent and stuff like that. Um, everybody working together to make TVFGC what it is, keeping the content consistent, you know, TVFGC news, input, output, um, and interviews. Like, we try to keep those consistent. 
you know, uh, that's an area that we really like that we want to stay in. And, you know, you stick, you stick with, you, you stick with stuff and try to iron it out, you know, because uh, even though we've been doing this for a while, you know, you know, you never know how long it takes to find your true identity. Yeah. You know, yeah. Uh, Cause there's been a lot of stop, start, switch this, turn that and all that other stuff. So, you know, we've tried the guest thing before uh, and it was kind of something we stepped back and was like, you know what? We ain't going to do all that. We're going to kind of just, you know, but um, yeah. So, I mean, we, we might even try to try this, you know, I know before we did the uh, whole three minute thing of just like, you know, everybody gets a turn. It's three minutes and stuff like that. But we might even try to carry this over into um, like with more people. Yeah. Like make it like more of a conversation, you know, and try to get some stuff going and stuff like that. So, um, yeah, I mean, we'll see. But if we go back to that three minute mark, it might, it might have just gotten out of hand. Because, so, <laughs> you know, it's, it's hard. Like you have four people and then we used to have like four topics, possibly even five. Yeah. And trying to shove that all like into an hour. Yeah. You know, it was just like, man, it's a lot. Yeah. It's so, yeah, but uh, yeah, make sure you guys go check out more stuff. We have MC Mason talked about that Smash documentary. We finally got that out. It's been so long. <laughs> that, that Smash documentary took nine months to complete. <laughs> so, uh, you know, and it and it's fine because you know we did it all out of love. You know, it was it was just a love for the game. That was a game I loved growing up a lot. We have fun um, producing it. We have fun creating it. Um, and to get it out and uh, saw that people enjoyed it and stuff like that was amazing. So um, we're just going to keep this stuff going, man. You know, uh, got to keep it up. So but that's all I have. So we'll see you guys next time on the next Input Output. Make sure y'all stay hydrated, be nice, all those things, uh, and peace out. Yep, you sun, uh, you sunblock. Uh, love, peace, and hair grease.